0: Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana and Kyle, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. On our podcast, we weekly discuss topics that are typically left in the shadows, and we do our best to shine God's light and love onto them. Welcome here.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Today we are talking about probably our most or second most requested topic, probably second most, second only to orgasms or toys. Yes, Mm -hmm. so many toys questions lately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's an upcoming series. Another day. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's coming. It is. Um, yeah, that's Alana. You know her. She's here. Don't yes. worry. Hi. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we want to talk a little bit about things that are changing in the or for the podcast for this year. So we want to incorporate more Bible and just incorporate Jesus more into these episodes. So mm-hmm. each episode is gonna start with a verse. We're gonna keep doing the review. And then at the end, we're going to close out with a prayer for you guys or for the topic or whatever it is. We're going to relate prayer somehow to the episode. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about this. This is actually one of our followers was like, hey, I feel like this would be a great idea for you guys. And I was like, "Um, yes, (laughs) I need more Jesus in my life. I'm sure you listening, you're like, heck, yeah, we could all use more Jesus in our lives. So, And this is kingdom sexuality. So obviously, like... Jesus needs to be interwoven and spoken about throughout all of this because that's that's why we're doing this. So um, today's verse is Song of Solomon four sixteen. Awake, north wind, rise up, south wind, blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. Okay, I can't even say that. I'm, I'm sorry. What are you five? <laughs> yes. Yes, I Get am. Get your mind out of the gutter, Oh <laughs> uh, Come into your garden, my love. Taste its finest fruits. <gasps> this is a great verse for
1: this. So, if you don't know what that's referring to, <laughs> listen on because that is a very big metaphor for today's mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, as usual, we also like to start off with a review, and we just got a new review, so we're gonna read that one. Mm-hmm. So today's review is from Avidly Listenly. And the title is Love Every Episode. They left five stars. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. The review says, thank you for this podcast. We have been married for almost 40 years and are still learning to grow together and love each other well. We committed to always grow and learn to bless each other so we don't get stale or bored. Finding your podcast has given us a new energy and lots of fun too. Thank you for this ministry.
0: (gasps) So nice. I love that. Thank you for the review. Yes.
1: Yeah, that that was super kind. That was... Mm-hmm. like just heartwarming to read
0: mm-hmm. yeah so in case you forgot you can leave us a review and you will probably hear us say it in the next episode because we love reading them <laughs> and getting yeah them. they're the
1: best we mm-hmm. love any type of feedback even when you yeah. dm us on instagram and tell us how this ministry or this podcast or our instagram page has blessed you guys like we love mm-hmm. that kind of feedback it's why we yeah. do exactly what we're doing
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: all right, so we're not going to leave you hanging any longer, even though if you clicked on the podcast, you probably saw what today's title is, but we're talking about oral sex. We talked about this uh, at the end of the year, how we were going to start the year off with an oral sex series. Last week, you heard from Seth and Melanie Studley from Anatomy mm-hmm. of Us, and they gave a great overview of oral sex and how to incorporate it into your marriage and what it should look like or what yeah. it can look like. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to break the next two episodes, this one and next week into the two types of oral sex, cunnilingus and fellatio. So today we're specifically talking about cunnilingus. So (laughs) maybe you've never even heard that word before and you're like, what on earth is cunnilingus? What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) cunnilingus is when a husband pleasures his wife's vulva using his mouth and or tongue. Hence, Boom. oral sex, using your oral areas to please your
0: spouse's sexual areas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Yeah, this is, I I was like really nervous going into this. And I feel like I want to say this in like transparency, um, because so often I feel like people kind of assume like, oh, you guys like probably your marriages, you probably have it all together and you like totally have everything all figured out and you're like totally, you know, we're not experts. I'm speaking for myself anyway. Maybe Kyle and Sam are experts. I don't know. Congratulations, you guys. Um, We're not. (laughs) But Jeff and I are not. Anyways, and so this is something that has like been sprinkled throughout our marriage, but it's not like a routine regular, normal practice in our marriage. It's something we're still growing in and learning with each other, which I think is great. But I also just wanted to be really transparent with you guys in that. That may be like, oh my gosh, they guys, they just can talk about this because they do it all the time and in their own marriages and they know everything. Um, no. So <laughs> please know if you are fresh in this area and you're like, I don't really know much about this or how to do this or anything, you're not alone. And we're going to kind of dive into it more deeply here.
1: Yeah. And I'll echo that because we like kind of the same thing. I would say up until sometime last year when I read the book, She Comes First, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. like I had no confidence doing this. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'll just completely echo what you said. We're not even close to experts <laughs> on these topics. We're just yep. willing to talk about it and willing to be honest yep. with you guys about you know what we've experienced with you know also protecting our sex lives, like you guys will know in this if you've listened to yeah. any episode so far, we don't talk about our own personal sex lives very often in specifics for obvious no. reasons,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: We want to protect our marriages, but we also want to be here to try and inform you guys and help you guys in your marriages. And sometimes yeah. using our examples or our marriage as examples, broadly speaking, is super mm-hmm. helpful. So it's kind of the same thing here, mm-hmm. but again, I will exactly echo what you said, <laughs> not an expert. <laughs> There we go. So before we started this series, we ran a big survey. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about, but we shared this survey and we did one for the husbands, one for the wives. So today, all of the data or data, however you say it, I'm going to probably say both throughout this episode. <laughs> um, all of it came from these two surveys. And so all the data that's related, see, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> all of the data for today's episode um is from those two those two surveys and we mixed it in to all the stuff that's related to cunnilingus. right uh, we had almost 4500 people fill out the survey so it's not like we just surveyed 50 people like this is a pretty decent sample size i yeah. would say
0: yeah mhm that's awesome. I was very surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah. Every time we shared it, it was like, oh, another 700 people filled it out. So
0: Yeah.
1: And we're going to be doing this more. Like As we mm-hmm. start to tackle different series or different topics, we want your guys' input. We want to know what's going on in your marriage marriages, what you guys want to hear us talk about. And so at the end of every survey, there's a question box. Like, what do you guys want to know about this topic? And we got 1,000 questions. So obviously we're not going through all of those today, but yeah, no. <laughs> we will be doing an oral sex Q and a in the future because we mm-hmm. have so many questions from you guys and we want to do our best to try and answer those. So mm-hmm. if you're not following us, if you want to fill out our surveys, we share it all on Instagram at kingdom sexuality, all one word, come give us a follow and you can yeah. participate in future surveys.
0: Mm-hmm. And say, hi, if you're like, Hey, I was listening to your episode and you said, come follow you. And so now I did. Um Yeah. But- Kyle, I also had a question for you. Um, is the information from the surveys, specifically like this past survey, I know, so if in case you didn't know, we have, um, we're on Patreon now. And so you can become a patron and you have access to different like perks and exclusive things, etc. Really awesome stuff. But so like we should, like Kyle, you shared the survey results on Patreon. Is that information also going to be shared publicly or will people have to just go to, like if you're a patron, that's where you get that information.
1: Yeah. So like the full data set from mm-hmm. the survey is only going to be shared on Patreon and okay. we will talk about some of it throughout this episode. You'll get some mm-hmm. of the stats, but I mean, some people could care less about numbers. So I tried not to make this super number heavy, but there right. is some of the data in here, but if you want all of it, come join us on Patreon. It's posted there. We posted the wives results today. Next week, I'll post the husband survey results in there. So if you want everything, come join us on Patreon. Link in the show description. Yes. Also, while we're doing some housekeeping stuff here, (laughs) we have a Facebook group. And this group has been amazing. I did not at all expect it to go the way that it has gone. but I had no idea. Oh my gosh, guys. Every single day, we're getting three, four, five, six, seven new people posting. Not just joining the group. People are posting questions. People are responding. People are giving yeah. advice and sharing wisdom. It has been such an awesome community. I have been mm-hmm. so blessed by seeing our followers love and care and help one another. Yeah. So again, in the show description, link to the Facebook group. If you want to join, click it. There's a couple questions to answer to get in and then you're in. And mm-hmm. we would love, love, love to have you there.
0: Awesome. So many housekeeping things.
1: (laughs) Last housekeeping thing. Um, Throughout the oral series, there's going to be like a decent amount of anatomy talk. So Mm, if you haven't listened to our anatomy episode, pause right now. Stop. Do not go any further. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. (laughs) Go back and listen to episode 112. We went through all of the female and male anatomy, how it works, how it likes to be touched, all that good stuff. So go back, listen to that. Some people have been saying it's their favorite episode, which makes me really happy because I put mm-hmm. a lot of work into that episode mm-hmm. and I thought it was totally going to flop, but people <laughs> loved it. So I was super, super, super happy to hear that.
0: I know. It was so, so good. It was one of those ones you're like, I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm so, I'm so glad. I mean, it was information that I was like learning as we went. So I'm really grateful that you gave gave me that information. So thank you.
1: Yeah, it was was quite something. So, okay, let's get into some of this data. So the first question of the survey was, have you, excuse me, I'm sick, by the way. So if my voice sounds weird, (laughs) I apologize. I got this cold over Christmas and it just does not want to go away. So I apologize now. So first question of the survey was, have you and your spouse ever specifically talked about oral sex? So this is a very interesting set of data already because 15% of the husbands and the wives have never even talked specifically about oral sex in their marriage. Hmm. Now, to me, that's a really high number because 15% of 4,500 people is like 600 marriages. So that's a decent amount of people who have never even talked about it. Right. But what it gets even crazier because... 95% of husbands and wives reported that they've both given and received oral sex. So if you're not following along with the numbers, I'll break it down for you. 15% of people have never talked about oral sex. Only 5% have never given or received it. So 10% of people are giving and receiving oral sex, but have never talked about it.
0: Like, 10% of people are giving and receiving oral sex... I've never talked about it.
1: So they're having oral sex, but they've never actually talked about oral sex.
0: Huh. Something seems, something seems off here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like it's, it's such an interesting data set to me because Mm -hmm. that's 400 marriages that have, that are performing oral sex in their marriage, Mm -hmm. but they've never specifically talked about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Yeah. I mean, it's surprising, but it's also not surprising.
1: To me, it's surprising.
0: Why do you say it's not surprising? Because communication is not easy, and so, so thinking about oral sex specifically, just like generally speaking, like to me, intercourse that seems like it's pretty simple. Like PV, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. You do the intercourse. Somehow oral sex, it seems way more vulnerable. And, you know, there's more like, I don't know, awkwardness around it. Maybe you don't even know where you stand on it. Like in your heart of hearts, you're like, is this even okay? And is this something my church is against? And is this something my upbringing is against? And I don't know. There's all these weird sort of things around oral sex because somehow it's it's different and I don't know. Maybe this is just me thinking that. I don't know.
1: And you're probably not alone. I mean, obviously you're not alone because we have this data that shows us you're not alone. But in my mind, if oral sex is awkward and weird and uncomfortable, all these things, in my right. mind, you just not do it.
0: Right. You then why are you doing it?
1: Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be doing it and not mm-hmm. talking about it. So. Maybe hmm. I'm the weird one for thinking this is weird, but to me this was a really like this jumped out at me as yeah
0: no wow, I think it, okay yeah. like
1: people are doing oral sex but they're not actually talking about it like how how can it be any good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like feedback communication. I mean, yeah. if you're
0: new here, this is like major but major. Maybe thing it's we like. About. I mean, this is not necessarily kind of lingus is kind of going the opposite direction, but maybe it's like birthday blowjobs and things like that, like. You've heard about that, before, you know, right? Where it's like yeah, this one special event yeah. because it's this time yeah. of the year. Oh, it's your birthday. We'll just do this thing because this is what I do on your birthday. Happy birthday! Bye. Like <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, and we didn't specifically specify in this survey like which way the oral sex is going or not going for this question, oh, right. so it could be it could exact be exactly that, right? Just yeah, birthday BJ's, and that was it. I mean, I understand that some unmarried people took this. But I right. think they were like so few that they're not going to skew the results enough to make up that entire 10%. So I don't know, like I said, this jumped out at me
0: mm-hmm.
1: as, you know, there's a communication lapse mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in some marriages.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it's a really good thing that we're actually talking about this today. so Giving people the tools that they need to actually... Even if they've been having oral sex, like maybe this is you. You're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly me. We've been doing this forever, but we've never actually talked about it. I don't even know how we would go about talking about it now because we've just been doing it forever and this is what we do. So, Yeah, and this is why we're
1: doing this series. Because we want to be a vessel for you guys to generate conversations Mm -hmm. in your marriage. And I mean, if you guys listen to this episode together, that's even better because then you can listen to it together and then you can go talk about it. Mm -hmm. And if your spouse doesn't listen to the podcast – Maybe share it with them, see if they're willing to listen. If mm-hmm. not, like take some notes and then go start a conversation. Mm-hmm. And speaking of conversations, I think this is kind of the first thing we need to address is like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, how do we actually start this conversation? Where does this even begin?
0: Right. Yeah. That's a good question. How, how do you start having this conversation with someone I guess it I guess okay maybe it first requires you to like we talked about in our previous episode with Anatomy of Us maybe it requires you doing some introspection first and being like okay what are my thoughts on oral sex how do i feel about this how does my spouse feel about this and maybe that's where you start ground level like base what are you even what do you think about this what were what was perceived to you as you were growing up about this, like, was this seen as something that is good and healthy and beautiful in a marriage? Or was this something that is, you know, painted as dirty and icky and, you know, like, I don't know, maybe it just starts there. Yeah. Or for some,
1: yeah. Or for some people, it could even be like, the only thing you know about oral sex is from pornography. Yeah. And like yep. that is going to create some very unrealistic expectations.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So to me, I would think about one of the first things if you were to be talking about it would be to just, what? how do you see it? How do you view it? And I really liked how um, um, Melanie Studley in our last episode, how she talked about like if you were to, um, oh, I need to remember how she worded it. Oh, um, say what your ideal sexual experience is. So, like in this case, it's like, tell me, paint me the picture of like your ideal oral experience, like oral sex experience. And maybe this isn't necessarily, I mean, pinpointed to cunnilingus, but it, it could be, I suppose, if you were like asking your wife or you were talking about it with your husband, you're like, Hey, let's just try and talk this through for me. This is my ideal oral sex experience or et cetera. Um, Talking. So
1: let's take it even further. Like if someone's just heard you say that and they're Mm -hmm. like, okay, what do you mean? Like what kinds of things should I include in my ideal sexual experience?
0: Right. Okay. So thinking about, um, so if you're thinking about the experience in a way that will make it so it's like ideal to you. So maybe it's thinking even things specific like temperature. You're like, okay, where are we doing this? how exposed is my body? Am I cold? Am I warm? You know, I want to feel cozy. I want whatever. I want to be in the bedroom. I want to have candles on. In my experience, like if I'm thinking in an adly experience, man, these words are hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, we'll go have a shower beforehand, then we'll, you know, make out, then we'll whatever. Like, I feel like just kind of, you just walk through each baby step of the experience
1: yeah right? exactly that's 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 perfect I think you nailed all the kind of big things and I would I think maybe one thing was like what do I look like what do I feel like right do you want to mm-hmm. feel completely right naked and vulnerable with like no makeup on no hair nothing or do you right. want a little bit of makeup on or do you want to mm-hmm. have some clothing on and not other clothing or whatever mm-hmm. it is
0: mm-hmm. yeah do you want music on do you want yeah. it to be silent do you no want music it- <laughs> speaking of which, I shared my playlist in the uh, Facebook group, if you're curious. Um, But yes, so I think, but maybe that requires also you having some introspection before you even start the conversation. Right now you're thinking about it. You're like, okay, gosh, what is my ideal sexual experience when it comes to oral sex? What kind of position is ideal to me? Maybe I have to think about that. Maybe I've never thought about it before. So those are great places to start.
1: Yeah. I think that's an absolutely perfect starting place. And I'm so happy you brought that up. Um, And I would say, yeah, it's like start by yourself and then go to your spouse and say like, okay, what is, because you got to think about your own personal sexual experience or ideal sexual experience first. And then you want to know what your spouse's is Mm -hmm. and just make sure you're on the same page. Is this something you guys even want to incorporate into your marriage? Yeah. Because if, Maybe one does and one doesn't. Well, then you've got another thing you've got to talk about. Mm -hmm. How are you going to compromise? Are you going to compromise? What are you going to do about one wanting it and one not wanting it?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going even thinking deeper. Why don't I want this? Or why doesn't my spouse want this? What is it about it? Like receiving it? Is it giving it? Like what? I mean, yeah. Just thinking more specifically. Is this something that's just new and scary and so you're nervous about it and so you just don't know? Okay, well, then this will open, you know, I feel like even this episode in itself will just open the door for so many couples to be like, oh, I can do this? We have permission to have oral sex? This isn't off the table for Christians? Yeah. Yeah, great point. I don't know. You don't know if people have like had that, you know, somehow ingrained in their brain through their lives. I don't know. So anyways, I think (laughs) – it's a lot of things we're thinking about right now, but um, just good good to think about how you feel about it and then bring that to your spouse and be like, hey, let's figure this out. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what's ideal to us. And then you can get even more specific to asking your spouse. And I feel like this really requires communication, but you're like, okay, and your ideal experience in this. And I as a, as a woman, I feel like you'd kind of want to ask your husband to a degree, but it also matters what you think. But like, when it comes to like grooming, okay, what's ideal for, if you're like, if you were to go, like you're talking to your husband, you're like, you're going down on me. Like what's like, I don't know what's ideal for your husband, right? You like talk to them be like, how do you want it? Do you want me to shave down there? Do you not want me to shave? Just opening the door to those conversations is also going to be huge.
1: Yeah. That's a big one. And we'll even get into it again next week because it's a big one going the other way as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is a conversation that, should probably be had rather than it being a conversation that's unspoken.
0: Yes. And there's no right answer to this. Yes. Yes. Like yes. I feel like so many times people are like, um, is it okay that he wants me to shave everything off? Or, you know, like, you know, things like that where you're like, people just don't know that, you know, whatever. Like, and I, I feel like I've said it before that there's kind of no such thing as normal But there really isn't it kind of just your marriage is unique and what you guys are cool with i mean within parameters of obviously what is biblical or not but when it comes to certain things it's like what do you like talk about it and go from there
1: yeah and i just want to repeat something we talked about earlier in the podcast like we're not experts so if you hear us say something (laughs) that we do you do not have to do that thing. Like this is kind yeah. of the double-edged sword of doing this podcast is yeah, like we give people other suggestions and other things to think about, but we don't want people to copy us and think, or at least we don't want them to copy us thinking we're the experts on it. And it has to be done the way we do it. Mm-hmm. Do it the way you guys want to do it. Do it mm-hmm. the way that works best for you and brings you guys the most pleasure and the most connection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I even like just made a reel about that. And <laughs> it was like just because a book says, do it this way and it'll work every time, doesn't mean you do it that way and it'll work every time because you're a different person. Like, so yeah, it comes to exactly. this too. And it, it works with us too. Same with us. Like you just said, Kyle, that was good. Okay. What's yeah. another thing you should talk about beforehand?
1: Hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, this came up in the Facebook group this week. One mm-hmm. guy kind of shared, hey, I want to give my wife oral sex, but I can't get over the taste. Right. So what are the options? Right. I would say there's two big things here to consider. One, shower beforehand. Make mm-hmm. sure everything's fresh and clean. And if you're still struggling with taste or whatever it is, mm-hmm. as natural, organic, clean, flavored lube as possible. Mhm. Um, edible flavored lube because that'll give you something else on your taste buds right. That is hopefully pleasurable or neutral.
0: Yeah. There you go. makes it. And easy. the other thing you can do
1: is I guess um, you could do it in the shower. So okay. kind of life like a wife would go down on her knees for giving her husband oral sex in the shower you can do that as a man for your wife in the shower and then you've got water and hopefully that might solve your problem. Just another option mm-hmm. to try.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. What's next? Positions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are way more positions to do cunnilingus than you think there are. I would say like One thing as a man that is really, really, really important is you need to be comfortable. Hmm.
0: You the man or you
1: the woman? Well, both. Okay. (laughs) Both need to be comfortable for sure. Obviously, the woman needs to be comfortable in whatever position she's in. She needs to feel comfortable. (laughs) But um, especially if oral sex is going to be the entree, not just the appetizer, Mm. you as the man, depending on how long it takes, you might be down there a while. So you need to make sure that you are comfortable. Right. So whatever this looks like for you, get comfortable. If you've got a bed with a high bed frame and your shins are going to be rubbing on that wood for a while, <laughs> that's not going to be comfortable. So pick a different position. Yeah. Turn 90 degrees, put a pillow somewhere, go on the couch, go on the floor, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Find a position that's comfortable Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The the most – So go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say specific like actual positions. um, There's a bunch in our hump day highlights too. If you're like, well, okay, so let's say I want to do it on a couch. What kind of positions are available to me? (laughs) Without me Googling this and seeing all sorts of images I don't want to see, Yes. Just head to our Hump Day highlight and you will see. You're like, there's like so many. Um, But as you are looking through, you will find oral sex ones. And I'm trying to try to share more, especially now around this time. So um, that we're doing these episodes. So you will see more in the Hump Day days to come.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So the most common position, I would say, we'll call it missionary cunnilingus, woman laying on her back. Legs somewhat apart, husband going down on wife. Right. He's laying on his stomach, she's laying on her back. I think we can all visualize this.
0: Yep.
1: Um, Another option is 69. So this is where you are head to toe and you're both giving each other oral sex at the same time. Right. If you have read the book, She Comes First, this is not recommended because... Based on the way that he explains things, you want to be able to go bottom up when giving your wife oral sex. And so if she's upside down, then you've really only got top down as your option, but you can still give lots of pleasure. But again, if you want to make it the entree, this is probably more of a foreplay position than it is an entree position. Mm. Cool. Um. Also, I'll say one more thing about 69. We got a lot of women saying oral sex is awkward to receive. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. Mm. All this type of stuff. So 69 could be a good position for you because you have something to do also. Right. You're not sitting there feeling awkward, <laughs> feeling weird, feeling uncomfortable because you're also doing something. So it's a little bit of a distraction for you and hopefully it still feels good.
0: Yeah. Love that.
1: Um, In the shower, we talked about this, if right. taste is an issue. um, Sideline 69. This can be more comfortable, especially if whoever's on top is maybe heavier or you're both heavier. Then no one is right. feeling squished. Mm-hmm. Sideline 69 is 69, but you're laying on your side instead of one on the top, one on the bottom. Right. And then in our Facebook group, someone mentioned this position, which I'd never thought of, but you're perpendicular. So the wife is... Laying down, and the husband is perpendicular to her. So if you had a top-down view, it would look like a T. Uh-huh. A capital T. Yes, yes. So something to try. No idea if it works, but it worked for this one couple, so thought I would right. throw it in there.
0: So I was doing a little bit of research for this episode, and this came up. It has a name, this, this certain position. I can't remember what it's called. But apparently- Oh, come on. Now we need to know the name. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'll look it up. ah okay it is called the kiven method k-i-v-k-i-v-i-n like kevin but kiven okay so it's essentially sideways oral and it can help to stimulate hidden hot spots in your vulva with a broader tongue so according to wellandgood.com it can help you reach an orgasm in three minutes flat I will just say that that's what the website says. And I anyway, but it's just saying doing it instead of doing it up and down, like what you were mentioning before, in like a traditional like missionary position, Um, it's stuff is happening lengthwise, meaning stimulation is spread over a larger surface area. So there you have
1: Interesting. it. Interesting. Mm hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. um another thing you should talk about beforehand and
1: again i want to say i'll say it again but this is an ongoing conversation that is is not a one-time conversation and then you're good right this is a conversation that is ongoing throughout your marriage just like everything in your sex life should be this should not just be a one and done Mm -hmm. so one thing to talk about is frequency how often is oral sex going to be incorporated into your sex life is it only going to be an
0: appetizer? Or is it going to be the entree sometimes? Or what? Like, Great. Let me pause. Maybe people don't know what you mean when you say that.
1: Yes. Okay. I should explain. Appetizer means it's foreplay. And then we move into intercourse. And intercourse would be the entree where both of you achieve orgasm. Okay. Having oral sex as the entree would be husband just pleasing wife because we're just talking about cunnilingus right now husband just pleasing wife orally and wife reaching orgasm from oral sex right does that make sense
0: yes yes okay so yeah appetizer would be like foreplay main course is like this is the main show this is yeah this is what we do and then we're dead gotcha.
1: yeah exactly okay i just thought we should clarify yeah no good call Um, another thing is we got a couple wives who said, I want to, I want it, but how do I ask for it? Maybe their husband's not comfortable with it, or maybe it's just never been talked about. I think in what we've talked about so far, this is, would probably be covered because you can just ask for it. Hey babe, I'm really interested in trying oral sex. What do you think about that? Would you be willing
0: to go down on me?
1: Have a conversation. Yeah. Is there anything else I'm missing here?
0: I don't think so. I mean.
1: Sometimes I feel like the blunt answer is like, I don't want to sound insensitive,
0: but it's just ask. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's just one of those things where it, even if you're like, if you would feel awkward, maybe asking in person Maybe you text your husband earlier in the day somehow or you send, you know, the mouth emoji and the peach emoji. You know, like, I don't know. Or maybe I don't you know t- about the
1: peach emoji. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but where you, <laughs> you've talked about it enough so that you can almost have <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know what else you would send. So it's gonna yeah, be a good emoji. Trying to, I'm trying
1: to think. I'm trying to think. But teacher emoji peach might emotion. give the wrong impression, but
0: Okay. you it's up to your discretion. Go from there. Yeah. But yeah. where you where you talk about it like that, where you're like, question your mark? Like, I don't know. And maybe that seems to like if you've maybe never done oral sex ever, you're supposed to be like, um, what? But yeah. if this is something where you're like, oh we've kind of done it before. But I just don't really know how to ask for it. I don't know. Might be an might be an option.
1: Okay, I'm looking at emojis right now, and I honestly don't know what else you would pick. You would do a peach for sure. Really? Mm-hmm. The only other thing that would kind of make sense is cherries. No, those are boobs. Oh, really?
0: Um, hex yeah, yeah.
1: What? Mm-hmm. Oh man my my fr- <laughs> fruit emoji anatomy is all over the place here. <laughs> okay enough of the emojis
0: yeah where are we here
1: uh yeah again this is not a one-time conversation this Mm -hmm. should be an ongoing thing where you're talking about it even during right we'll get to this a little bit later but yeah talk about it during give feedback if your husband's in a good spot tell him he's in a good spot Mm -hmm. and if you're not comfortable talking moan make some sort of noise to indicate to him that What you're doing is good. Please keep doing it.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, this person is the person you chose to marry. This is your best friend. This is your lover. This is the person you're spending the rest of your life with. It's time to learn to get comfortable saying what you like.
1: like. Yeah. Yeah. 100%.
0: Like, it's hard. It's hard to say. Like, obviously, like. I know things are difficult and people have traumatic pasts and there's things that they've been through that makes things difficult. And I don't want to just blanket statement, make it really easy. And this should be simple, but as you practice and do it more often, this should be something that you are practicing and doing more often is like giving feedback during sex in general. So obviously also translate into oral sex, I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Rant over. (laughs) So if you're a numbers person, We're going back to
1: the numbers. So as expected, we had a lot of differences in the data between the men and the women. Mm -hmm. And I think this next question kind of gets to like the heart of why we're doing it or maybe why some people are not doing it. Mm. Because 96% of men said that they enjoyed giving oral sex, which I don't think is like super shocking to anyone.
0: I mean... Maybe yes and no. Is that I don't like, know. Really high? I like. I feel like that's high. I don't know though. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just in from in my mind. Guys are like just not having a great time down there, but maybe they're just having way more fun than I would realize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe I just assume everyone is having fun and <laughs> and, and they're not. Yeah. All right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, but where I think the data gets really interesting is what percent of women enjoy receiving oral sex Hmm. and still pretty high like 81 percent reported that they do enjoy receiving oral sex so 19 percent do not enjoy receiving it so i think like what's your gut reaction when you hear those numbers what was percentage of women that enjoy it 81 so almost 20 percent do not enjoy it
0: It it makes me think of, again, the episode we did with um, Seth and Melanie, where Melanie was saying how women struggle to be in a sexual moment well. Yeah. And I think this is maybe that. This is the women who are unsure about it or are not confident, are, you know, wondering if their husband's having a good time down there or not. They're worried about it. And so they're tense. So they're just not having a great time. I don't know. To me, that's my, that's my gut reaction.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And I, like Melanie said, I think it is a little bit more difficult to be, what did she say? Present. Mm-hmm. In, a sexual moment yeah. and like enjoy the sexual moment. Yeah. Like what does that what what does that mean when she says that? Like what do you think she's getting at? Did she explain that last week? I totally forget. She
0: kind of did. Like, and I think she she talked about how I remember because I remember what I said, <laughs> because we were talking about how like as as a woman, often you're like, Okay, well, say you're painting this ideal picture of what the sexual experience should be like, and you're like, I would really love it to be You know, when it's – so it's dark outside and we have candles on um, and I want music on. But, like, only if you want that. Like, if you're cool with that too. Like, there's always Uh, that kind of, like, caveat of, like, but if you're okay with that too. Like, and so you're kind of always putting yourself and your own wants kind of to the back because you're just – but only if that's cool with you. And if you're – but if not, like, that's fine. We can just, you know, do it however you want. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. To me – it would be, you're you're so busy thinking about the other person that you're kind of unable to be present in the moment because you're worried about a million things. Which, I wasn't going to say this here, but this reminds me of this. A different episode that Anatomy of Us did, you had sent it to me, Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was them. And in it, they were talking about, sorry, this is totally off topic. It's not off topic, but it's a little bit of a bunny trail. Um, the feminine hygiene aisle. And how that's a thing. There is no male hygiene aisle. But there is a female hygiene aisle. And so obviously. Mm. To women. We see this. And we realize. We think. Oh. Obviously. We need to do something with our hygiene down there. Because. There's a million products for us to use. To make this smell better. Adjust pH of things. To do this. XYZ. Like there's so many things. And so. It's somehow like. Ingrained in us that, oh, obviously it's probably dirty and nasty down there. And so I feel like that just all underlays so much of this of what women, maybe even subconsciously, are just taught and and see. Anyway, so I don't know if that's off topic, but I remember listening to that and I was like, oh my gosh. Why? Why it like
1: Yeah, that's such a good point. And just to touch on a little bit of the anatomy, like if you don't know the vagina. Is acidic and it's meant to be that way. It Mm -hmm. is a self cleaning part. It regulates itself, it cleans itself, it is acidic for a reason. And when things get off in terms of pH, you're probably going to a doctor, not to the what do you even call that store? I don't know. the store where you get the feminine (laughs) hygiene things. Like if things are off enough, yeah, yeah, thank you. If things are off enough where you need to go and buy a thing, you should probably be going to a doctor, not the drugstore. Is that fair?
0: I think so. Like, I think like, yeah, there's so many things out there that it's like, oh, this this cleans this for you and you use this special soap to clean things. And I've had friends, they're like, oh yeah, I was using this like special soap and I was like, itchy and things were weird and then i just started using just water or just like a natural soap and everything was normal again it's like yeah uh uh-huh our bodies are meant to just be cleaned with normal things not these weird chemical things anyway
1: yeah i'll say one more thing here to the person who is either has tried oral sex as the man and doesn't like the taste or to the person who has not tried it and is really worried about the taste Mm. Because the vagina is acidic, it does have a different taste. It's not just like kissing your wife's lips or kissing her neck or it doesn't have the same taste that the rest of her skin has, but it's not a bad taste. It's not like gross to the point that it turns you off from being there or I don't think it should. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, I I don't know. I just want to say that because in case someone's like really, really worried about it and they heard Mm. me say acidic and like, it's going to really wreck the experience for them. It's not going to, or it shouldn't. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. (laughs) Oh, my gut reaction to those numbers. So if there's almost 20% of the women who do not enjoy receiving oral sex, The first thing that I think about, and I'll just say I love that we do this together, this podcast, because we think about things so differently. Like what your gut reaction to this was, Mm. like it didn't even cross my mind. And that's just Ah. because maybe we're wired differently, man versus woman, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Like I think this is a great thing about this podcast is that we're so different. Right. Um, But my gut reaction was the reason that these women don't like it is because it's not any good. I mean, because if something's not good, you're probably not going to like it. If you're not getting pleasure out of it, chances are you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, again, communication. If you are receiving oral sex and it's not good, don't tell your husband that he sucks. (laughs) Don't like (laughs) this pun intended. Am I being (laughs) serious?
0: Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Bravo.
1: Thank you. Next week, Alana. Next week.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. don't tell him that he's bad at it but because guys can be really sensitive about that. If they're mm-hmm. doing something sexual and your wife says no or I don't like that, that can be a huge ego killer, mood mm-hmm. killer. Mm-hmm. So guide him to where it does feel good or mm-hmm. ask him to try something else or mm-hmm. touch somewhere else or do mm-hmm. something else rather than just straight up saying no stop. Yeah. Um, but to the guys, if your wife is one of these 20%, you might actually think you're better at oral sex than you are in reality. And I like, I don't mean to be insensitive. I know that sounds blunt, but it is a skill. Right. And to be good at it takes practice and you have to actually know what you're doing. If you just went down there and thought tongue, clit, go. It's probably not that pleasurable for your wife, and I think together there's work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Like, I don't want to sound like a jerk.
0: Right. Yeah. No. I mean, like, I think sex in general it takes time to get better. Totally. at. We've talked totally. about that before, and so obviously, I think oral sex would be no different. It takes time to get better at a sport. So, in the same way, it just takes time and practice to get better at this too.
1: So, this is my. I don't know how many times I've mentioned this book now. Get and buy and read the book, She Comes First. It is a textbook of cunnilingus. Mm -hmm. And for someone like myself, who, again, oral sex is not like a massive part of our sex life. But after I read the book, my confidence was like, infinitely more than it was before I read the book. Right. And the book is written in a really, really respectful way, a really informative way, a really, um, just like a really easy to follow good way. And at the end, he even gives you, I forget how many there are, but he calls them playbooks. It's like literally step-by-step, step, do these things to your wife. Hmm. And it's how to, it's like different ways to get her from start of oral sex to orgasm for moral sex huh. and so don't <laughs> memorize a playbook before you go in there don't like go down on your wife you're like hold on i gotta see what the next step is babe wait, wait, get the page. Book. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. can you turn the page for so- me tell me what he's doing tell <laughs> me what he says
1: oh <laughs> uh. But even just memorize one or two things, like things to try. And I think what I love so much about the book, other than the fact that he's really smart and really respectful in the way that he does it, is he breaks it down and makes it so simple. Like you feel smart reading the book. You feel like you've done it a million times because he imparts so much confidence in you through his writing. And the playbooks at the end of the book, like just, again, memorize one or two parts And they're super easy to follow. And by the time you're done reading the book and you get to the playbooks, you pretty much know a few of them anyways, because he's talked about them throughout the book. Hmm. And I will say one more thing. He's not a Christian. It's not written from a Christian point of view. Right. But I still highly recommend the book because it's written in a really respectful way. And I think he mentions pornography in there once. I mean, I think we're all wise enough to know to ignore or skip that part. Right. Right because the other 99% of the book is so good and I cannot recommend it enough. Link in the description, go buy it, read it, practice. And here's the thing, guys. Chances are, if you get better at something and your wife's getting pleasure from it, she'll probably want it more. So frequency will go up. Exactly this data set that we're talking about right now, the 20% of wives who don't enjoy it. Again, huge assumption, but if they're not enjoying receiving it because it's not very good do what you can to get better it's okay like nobody's a pro Mm -hmm. so and again that's why i recommend this book so much because it's it's so simple and Mm -hmm. or he at least he makes it seem so simple and it's going to take practice and i think wives give your husbands the chance to practice it's not going to be mind-blowing oral sex the first time he does it but give him the chance to do it and get better at it
0: Yes. Love that.
1: All right. Next question was, do you give or receive oral sex more? 48% of the wives said they receive more. 66% of the husbands say they give more. Now, this to me was really funny because if you think about this, 52% of wives say they give more because 48 said they received more. And 66% of husbands said that they give more. Right. So at first glance, someone's lying. Or at least it (laughs) seems like it, right? Because you can't both give more. Someone has to receive more if someone is giving more. Right. Now, obviously, this is not a perfect data set because we didn't have every husband and every wife from every marriage do this. We had some husbands, some wives, their spouses didn't do it. So yeah, at first glance, it seems funny. But if you think about it, Obviously, it still does make sense,
0: right, yeah, yeah,
1: um but I honestly, like I don't have a ton of conclusions from this set of data. I think the important thing is to see oral sex as like serving your spouse,,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah, being selfless in your sex life. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's just another opportunity to be putting your spouse before yourself,
1: yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay, let's talk about frequency. So how often are couples actually doing cunnilingus?
0: And this is specific to cunnilingus? This isn't just oral sex in general? Okay. Yes, yes.
1: So we broke it down. The options were less than monthly, monthly, more than once per month, weekly, more than once per week. Okay. So 33% said that the wife is receiving oral sex less than monthly and then monthly more than once per month, weekly, more than once per week. They were all pretty close. 16% monthly, 21% more than once per month, 17% weekly, 13% more than once per week. So those are all pretty close. Mm -hmm. I think the big takeaway here is that less than monthly is almost double all of the others. Right, and by far it's the most common one.
0: Yeah. Um, hmm. which is not wrong. It's not this, this. is not like a right or wrong thing. It's like if that's what's cool in your marriage, and that's what you guys have agreed on, and that's what you're comfortable with, and that's what you've decided. Great, have it once a month, or what is it? Less than monthly? So less, less than once than a monthly, month? Yeah. Okay, um, bi-monthly. I don't know how, but um. Yeah, I think this is another one of those things where if this is something you've talked about and this is something you guys have decided, that's great. If it's something where you're like, I actually would like it more than that. I would like my husband to do this more. Let him know.
1: Yeah. I think what's going on here, and again, I'm making an assumption. I could be very wrong. But what I think is most likely is that couples are just lost when it comes to oral sex. Mm -hmm. So by default, they go back to what they know, which is intercourse.
0: Yes, Yes, I think you're 100% right there.
1: And this is, again, why we're doing this podcast. We're trying to open up the conversation of incorporating oral sex into your marriage, if that's something that you guys desire, Mm -hmm. right? If you are this person who just feels lost and you don't even know where to start know Mm -hmm. what to talk about, how to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's obviously going to be tempting to go back to what you know, because chances are intercourse is more comfortable, less awkward, more pleasurable. Mm -hmm. So, so why wouldn't you go back to that?
0: Yeah, it's almost like with oral sex. It's like going back to the honeymoon sex, which is like yeah. it is maybe it's fun, but also you try a bunch of different positions that you're like, well, we're never doing those again or you're like getting through those like awkward stages of it. But then you get to go from there because you you I don't want to say you force yourself, but you like you get through the awkwardness of it. You push through, you persevere as a couple. You're like doing it, so you get better at it and then with oral sex it's like well we already have this other thing figured out so like why would i bother going through this awkward stage of this when i kind of already like i like sex so why would i bother trying something that's not as great right now but then again it's like but if you're persevering and you're trying and you're doing what you did do over your honeymoon <laughs> and maybe maybe it's a matter of like you're like hey we're going to make oral sex the star of the show for this Week or these two weeks or whatever I don't know could be a fun challenge.
1: Yeah, and th- that's a good point. It leads right into my ne- my next kind of note here is oral sex is different than normal sex. Obviously, duh, Kyle. <laughs> but what I mean by that is the whole mindset of the wife and her mood and her headspace. It's it's different. I don't know how to explain it. I probably should have asked my wife before this to explain it to me, but <laughs> it's a different type of mood that the wife needs to be in to want to enjoy oral sex than it is for just intercourse. Um, especially if this is not a part, like normally, of your sex life. Because right. I think like what you said earlier, it does have that almost like deeper level of intimacy to it. Mm-hmm and I don't know how to explain that like how how would you explain that if you agree with that that is mm-hmm. how would you explain that
0: I think it's because then this is just me just talking as I am processing um I don't maybe it's because you yourself can't see like what's going on down there and so you just kind of like you really have to go like hands up like you're like I I don't know how to help you, man. Like, I I can't – I don't know. I, there's – I don't know.
1: I, I think the other thing is, like, there's something different about the face and the head than there is about mm-hmm. your genitals. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, his penis only has a couple functions. But his head, like, his what he's seeing, what he's smelling, what he's tasting, like – You are more vulnerable and exposed to his senses than you ever have been before. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's like you're putting yourself on a different sort of show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just hope he's having a good time down there. Like, he's, I hope you're enjoying the show. (laughs) I've never seen this show like you've seen this show before, so (laughs) I hope you're you're having a good time. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think, that, I think you hit the nail on the head though.
1: All right. We'll go with that then.
0: Um, the next thing we asked
1: was frequency. So, or no, not just frequency. Satisfaction with frequency. So, are you satisfied with the amount of oral sex that you are getting in your marriage? So, again, mm-hmm. we're talking about cunnilingus. So, we'll go to the wife side. 72% of wives are satisfied with the amount of oral sex they receive. So, mm-hmm. like, that's super encouraging that the majority... Mm-hmm. Are happy right yeah and there's 28 percent of wives who are not and we didn't specify um the satisfaction like whether it was due to a low amount of frequency or a high amount because some wives might be satisfied with the little amount of oil they get right because they don't enjoy it or it's too much and they're dissatisfied with that so we didn't specify whether you're not satisfied because it's happening too much or it's not happening enough mm-hmm. yeah yeah um Yeah, and I don't think there's any like major takeaways there. Mm That kind of goes back to what we said earlier. I think all the same points would apply. Yeah. So the next question, I specifically worded this question a certain way because we believe, and I think I can speak for both of us, that sex is to be something we look at as getting to serve our spouse. Well, getting to serve our spouse with, as right. opposed to something we have to serve our spouse with.
0: So right. the question was, is that you, you would agree with that? Right right, 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 right. So you're saying, okay. Okay. So, so sex, your question, is something you,
1: yeah. sex is something you get to do rather than have to do. Right. Yes. Right. Well, we want it to be a positive thing, not like you're begrudgingly doing
0: the thing. Right, right. Great. Right. Like, are you happy that you have to do oral sex with your spouse? Versus, are you happy that you get to? Yeah.
1: So the question was worded, are you satisfied with the amount of oral sex that you get to give?
0: Okay.
1: So because the the giving is going on here, we'll go to the husband side of the survey. Mm -hmm. 51% were not satisfied with the amount of oral sex that they get to give. 49% were. So pretty even split here, but almost, well, just over half of the husbands are not satisfied with how often they get to give their wife oral sex. Hmm. So again, this could be I give a lot or I don't give a lot and I want to give more or I give too much and I want to give less. Right. I tend to lean towards the I don't give a lot and I want to give more side than I do the I give too much side.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Um, so again, like this could be wife isn't comfortable with it. This could mm-hmm. be husband's not comfortable doing it. Oh no, but he wants to do it more. So Right. I don't I don't know what to think about this. Yeah. Like guys want to give their wives oral sex more.
0: Do the wives more. know this?
1: I mean again, communication. Right? Husbands, if you want to give your wife more oral sex than you currently are, tell her.
0: Make sure she knows it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good starting point. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. And again, this whole episode is meant to generate conversation, right? We want you and your spouse to be talking about oral sex. And hopefully it'll translate into actual pleasurable oral sex. If that is something that you guys desire within your marriage. Yeah. 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 And And then lastly, we just asked... What questions do you guys have about oral sex? Like I said earlier, we got about 1,000 questions. So definitely this is a topic that you guys have lots of questions about. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing the series. In the future, at some point, we will do an oral sex Mm Q&A and go through more of those questions. But I went through and I picked out some of the more common questions. Okay. And so we'll go over a few of those now. I think we've touched on a lot of it already in this episode. But like the big thing was some form of it's weird for me. It's awkward for me to receive it. How do I enjoy it more than I currently am? As These are women. These are the women. This is from the wife.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Like
1: one woman said, how can I enjoy receiving it more? My husband loves to give, so I want to learn how to love it, so I'll say yes more. First off, I love this posture that Mm -hmm. she comes to the topic with, right? Yes. I want to learn how to love it, so I'll say yes more. Like –
0: Amazing. Whoever wrote this question,
1: Hats off. good for you. I yeah. love the attitude you have towards this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about um, this kind of topic specifically when it comes to women enjoying oral sex more because I think you're right. I think that's kind of a common thread where women are like, well, okay, well, how? How can I actually have a good time here? Um, and I, I kind of came up with a couple little like tips-ish um, to kind of help in that direction to point potentially. So which some of this we've talked about, like talked about already, but, um, so like be direct, honest, and nice about it where it's like, okay, I like it when you touch me here or put this pressure here. Um, or, you know, instead of like, no, that's yucky or that I don't like that, you know, try here instead, but like being mindful of your language, like you already mentioned, because that could like there's a, a a man on the other end of this who could feel totally defeated if this is something that he is maybe not doing correctly and he mm-hmm. is also practicing right yeah another tip i had was be a cheerleader um mm. obviously not like in like a weird cheerleader way but <laughs> or if that's what you're into if you're into that but to like we mentioned before if it's good let them know like hey keep going i like that um stuff like that can really help boost your partner's confidence like you're i feel like mm-hmm. as a husband if i was to put myself in a husband's shoes like i would want my wife to be telling me what you're doing is great the awkward silence i'd be like i don't know how she's feeling i don't know what she's thinking i don't know if this is any good like which would be discouraging in my opinion i don't know oh yeah definitely definitely um, and I also had on here, a groomer not to groom. So, and I said, um, I was thinking about it and I was chat with your spouse and do they have a preference and do you have a preference and think about both because maybe you'll feel more confident one way or more comfortable or maybe they'd prefer it a different way. And again, we weren't talked about that, but just to, again, remind you to have that conversation. Um, another thing that I thought was a great tip or I had read online somewhere was to breathe which mm. duh, makes sense, but um, it can be really natural, especially if this is something that's new and you're unfamiliar with to just your body to kind of tense up and you just kind of clench everything. But if you're like being mindful of taking deep breaths, you're breathing in, you're exhaling, you're, you know, you're really being mindful of trying to relax your body to kind of sink into it, it can be helpful and trying different positions, which check out the hump date. There's a bunch of other ones, but maybe you've only ever tried oral sex one way and you're like, it's just not great. Well, maybe it's because the position you're trying just isn't great. I don't know. Try something different. So that was my words of wisdom for this question.
1: Yeah. I love that. I had a thought and you said something that made me have this thought, but Mm. now I totally forget what the thing you said was, but I do have my thoughts. So I'm going to share my thought, even though I have no idea what it was that you said that did that. But Mm -hmm. my thought was from like a technique point of view, again, not an expert, Mm -hmm. but you can use different senses down there, I guess. Mm. You can use different temperatures. You can use different pressures. You can use your mouth in different ways. You can use different parts of your mouth. You don't have to just use your tongue. Like in the book, She Comes First, he talks about using... This is going to sound weird because you haven't read the book, but he talks about using your gums as because not to like go down on her with your gums, but because your gums are a hard surface and depending on what your wife likes, if she wants a hard surface to, I guess, grind against Mm -hmm. with her clit, that is a good surface to use because it's much firmer than all the soft tissues you have in your mouth and Hmm. it's not going to discomfort her like your teeth would. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense, because yeah, don't use your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the other thing is you can use your, like, Oh, you said breath. That's what it was. You said breathing. Oh, and you were talking about literally (laughs) breathing, (laughs) but my mind thought, use your breath. You can Uh. use your breath. And I have to say this, do not ever blow into Mm. your wife's vagina that is like uber dangerous from a medical point of view so don't do that but you can use your breath on other parts of her skin Mm. around it because it'll give a different temperature because chances are things are already wet down there if you blow on them it'll feel a little bit cold that can be pleasurable
0: right there you go yeah and i I feel like we talked about this in um our other episode too, or like last week, um, you can use your hands. Yes, and do. Right? Like I, I think so many people put oral sex in this box and it's like, okay, well, in my mind, it has to look like this because that's, I don't know. I don't know what the options are, <laughs> but um, you're not limited to just a mouth and your tongue for the three minutes it will take, <laughs> whatever the website, <laughs> but um Yeah. Feel free to explore in other ways like that.
1: Yeah. And he talks about that in the book too. He says, use your hand, use your fingers, Mm -hmm. use everything that God's, not everything, but use those other things that God has given you Mm -hmm. to pleasure your wife with. And if you Mm -hmm. go back to our anatomy episode, I talked about certain areas that will feel good with certain different pressures and you can use your hand or your fingers to pleasure Mm -hmm. those areas.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Were there any more questions?
1: Yeah, like 997 of them. Right. (laughs) Um, Uh. But no. Oh, yeah, there was one more. I'll read this one. This was uh, from a wife. She says, I noted that I've never been given oral sex, which is true, but it's not for lack of trying. My husband hasn't been able to get over the hump of being super nervous to give it as well as struggling with the new or different smell and taste that come with it. My question is, as a wife, how do I continue to make my desire for oral sex known without, excuse me, without pressuring him into something he isn't comfortable doing? Hmm. So this is like, in my mind, this is kind of a two-parter because she wants something that he's not comfortable with. And we right. covered this in depth in our Opposites Wants episode. Yeah. So I would go back to that episode and I would listen to that.
0: Mm-hmm
1: probably like episode 100 and something i forget we can link it in the show notes yeah but then it's also like how does she communicate to her husband still like i i do really want this right which i guess is again what we talked about in that episode
0: yeah i mean being open and honest asking him why he's having a hard time with it or what she could do to help it, you know, be easier for him. Um but at the same time, if it's not something he's comfortable doing, I think it'd be the same way as if a man wanted a blowjob or, you know, how do you say it again? fellatio.
1: Fellatio. But let's just go with blowjob. That's way easier to say. It's so much and easier. everyone knows what you're talking about.
0: Okay. Um and if, if a woman wasn't comfortable with it, we'd be like, okay, well then she's not comfortable with it. And so I think oftentimes reverse role reverse would be like, well, he should just do it anyways. Somehow it's different in our minds when it maybe shouldn't be, because this is just the same situation. But it's just if he's not comfortable with it, you have to talk about it, maybe figure out why. And if you've talked about it and you come, you understand why he's not comfortable with it and there's still kind of no compromising around it, maybe it's just something you don't do right now and you check back in. I don't know. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah. I don't know. No, no. No,
1: I think you nailed it. I, I You absolutely nailed it. I, I don't think okay. I have anything to add here. The one thing that I'm just looking at some of the other questions here and mm-hmm. the one thing I want to say, there was one here. Trying to find it. Um, I can't find it, but basically, it was like I want to enjoy receiving oral sex. This is a wife talking, but my husband says he enjoys it, but I don't believe him. Basically, like, I want this thing. I feel bad asking my husband for it because I don't think that he actually likes it, even though he says he does. And this question stuck out to me for like basically one reason. Believe your spouse. Believe Mm -hmm. that they have the best intentions with what they're Mm -hmm. saying. If he says, no, babe, I love it. I enjoy doing this thing for you. Believe him. Choose to believe him and that he is not lying to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. All right. Prayer time. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to actually just pray because I feel like this is going to be a really good way to end this off. Um, because this is something that's maybe new. This is something that maybe you're unfamiliar with. And maybe it you makes you a little bit nervous or unsure to have these conversations with your spouse. So I'm just going to pray just briefly and then we'll end this off because I think it'll be a really good way to just blanket this. Sweet. Okay. So Jesus, we thank you for the men and women who are listening to this episode right now. And we just ask for your wisdom and discernment to lay heavy on them as they navigate this, that you would give them um, the beautiful ability to have deep conversations with their spouse and that having these conversations specifically now about oral sex would just open the door to even deeper conversations and um, connection than they've ever experienced. So we pray this over these marriages in Jesus name.
1: Amen. Amen. Cool. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope it was a blessing to you guys Mm -hmm. in one way or another, whether it's a question or a conversation or an answer to a question that you had. But please give us some feedback. Let us know what it is that you like, don't like, how this helped you, how it didn't help you. DM us on Instagram. Come talk to us in the Facebook group. Every week we post the episode and then we have conversation about the episode in the comments. So come, give us feedback. We would love to hear what you guys think.
0: Or join us on Patreon and you can join us for a live Q&A where you can also ask your questions if they are specific to this and we didn't answer it today. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.